The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Hello, friends. I hope this finds you well. For today's podcast, I just wanted to talk a little bit about goals and dreams. Um, I hope you, like me, have achieved all of yours. If you haven't, hopefully what I say now might help you in some way, right? Because I've got this thing. If I see something, maybe on the telly or, or I learn something in a conversation and I think, wow, that's amazing. I just store it away on my on what I call the back burner in my mind. And I never write off that one day I might be doing that thing. And then by doing that, this weird phenomena occurs that at some point in your life, then you will get the opportunity to achieve this, this goal, this target or, or live this dream that you set. Um, and I'll explain through this anecdote how they, these things happen to me. So I'm a kid, yeah, I'm seven years old. Elvis has just died, Elvis Presley. The, the TV are playing all of his movies throughout the summer holidays. So I sit down and watch one every day. They're kind of B movies, but you don't know that when you're a kid, right? You just know Elvis is always the hero and he's a hero to you. So this movie called Elvis and Acapulco, he plays this, you might want to correct me here if I've got this wrong, but it, it was something like he was a an Olympic diver who'd had an accident and he was scared to dive again. And the scenario gets him down there in Acapulco in Mexico. And he's at the famous cliffs, Las Clabras. Clubrada, I believe it is in Spanish. And the history behind this cliff is it forms one side of a tidal lagoon. So it's so it's huge swells coming in from the just checking my map here. Always have a map on your wall. If you want to travel, you want to go places, have a world map or a globe is even better. Got one here, I got one there. I got double. So, yeah, Mexico, what are we talking about? It's uh, Pacific Ocean, isn't it? These swells come in from the Pacific. You get these monster wave, um, waves coming into the lagoon and it pushes the water up the cliffs and then they sink down. And that movement is about 20 feet. So a part of, the, of this amazing trick that the Mexicans do is they dive into this lagoon 
it's like a 20 foot dive down then they battle this swell and swim across in it as the waters move this body of water is moving up then they climb up a 42 meter high cliff on the other side when they get up that cliff they pray to Jesus and Mother Mary there's an altar there with a statue of Mary and a baby Jesus and they they put flowers on it and, and incense and all that kind of um, religious paraphernalia and they'll get up they'll pray and then they go and do their dive and they do their dives from different heights the top is 42 meters now to give you an idea that's pretty much higher than most of these dives you can google on or, or you can see on youtube right it's the same height as the tamar suspension bridge in plymouth and the tamar is where people go and throw themselves off to kill themselves so it's high right and they'll either dive off there or they'll dive from uh, a, another series of like two or three stages down sometimes they'll dive off backwards and do a somersault but one of the sort of famous things is you have to time it with the wave coming in if you don't you're going to hit hit the rocks and sand at the bottom and this tradition goes back to years back, certainly, a, I'm going to say a century back, right? Where young local people, probably fishermen at Acapulco would have been a fishing village back in the day. They climbed up this cliff and they dived off, I'm guessing, to prove their manlyhood, right? What are you doing? You crazy? Maybe we'll soon find out. I know that Americans have gone down with various degrees of success. Um, I think some people have really badly sort of hurt themselves. I say Americans because obviously Mexico's joined on to America. I'm sure a lot of uh, foreigners have tried their hand at it too. There's a famous hotel set into the kind of curve of this tidal pool. And you can sit on the veranda and watch the divers as they go off. Always done. The show is done seven o'clock every night, as it get, just as it starts to get dark. So I'm lucky. I've 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 seen this Elvis film. On my back burner is diving off that cliff one day. I mean, maybe I'm going to do it. Maybe I'm not. It, it, that's irrelevant. The fact is, 
I can dream. If you don't dream, then you haven't got the beginning of a plan, have you? If you don't plan, you're not going to get anything. You're not going to achieve any 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 of your wants in life. So I've got it on my back burner. Lo and behold, when I'm backpacking, which I've done through every single country in North America, Central America, and South America now, certainly on the mainland, I've, I've travelled quite a few of the islands as well. I arrived in Mexico, and the first place I wanted to go was outside of Mexico City, Acapulco. I arrived there, found a cheap, uh, hot, uh, like a cheap room for the night, ditched my um, rucksack, hid my passport and my credit cards up in the ceiling. Whenever you're traveling, always hide your val valuables somewhere where no one who's dashing into your room to steal from you is going to think to look. Behind the toilet is a good place, whatever. So I've done that, and then I'm off to the cliffs, aren't I? Last cl Club Bradas. And, uh, and it was amazing. I get there fairly early, so before the show is going to start, and I'm looking around, and there's a few tourists meandering around, and you can go down to the bit they dive off to swim across the lagoon. Um, you can get there through the hotel up to this cliff. But of course, that's not the traditional way. And then as I wandered up to the hotel, I saw a changing room, or a door, and it had a star on it. And it had the word, I think a star, I'll, I'll post a picture. And it had the word Las Clavadistas, the divers, right? Now, this might sound petty to some people, but to me, I'm just awestruck, right? This is the changing room that those famous divers get changed in before they go and put on their show and they dive 42 metres. They don't dive in feet first, although they can do that. They do a proper swallow dive, right? It's a, it's so graceful to watch. So I walk in this, you know, pop my head around this change room, just being... Just soaking it. I don't want to say being nosy. I'm just trying to soak it all in, right? And there's a guy mopping the floor. And I say, hola. He just looks, smiles, hola. Como estas? Bien, bien, bueno, bueno, you know? So at this stage, I should just explain. I've come from working in Mozambique for six months. So I speak fairly like traveller fluent Portuguese, the lang the colony language of Mozambique. And what I've done while I've been traveling in the Americas, which is obviously Spanish, is I'm slowly twe tweaking my Portuguese into Spanish. You see, Spanish people can understand por Portuguese and vice versa. It's slightly different in South America because they're not, with the exception of Brazil, which is Portuguese speaking, they're not like side by side so i'm speaking this guy in a mix of spanish and portuguese and we we're understanding each other fine and i say to him las clavadistas you're you're a bosse las clavadista i'm saying you're a diver and he's a see si. i'm like wow 
and I'm asking him in my fractured Spanish, or, or you know, what's it like, sort of thing. And uh, he he's explaining, you know, you gotta you hold your hands like this. You gotta clasp your hands so you punch through the water. If your hands punch and break the surface of water, then you don't break your neck, right? And he's explaining his friends that have broken his neck that he broke his collarbone doing this. And then he says to me, Vamos nadar? And he's asking me, do you want to go for a swim? So I think, yeah, the hotel swimming pool, it's, you know, that's a kind offer. I'm going to get to spend more time with this cliff diver. What, what an amazing thing, right? And I head out the change room thinking we're going to the hotel. And he heads off down the cliff path to the lagoon. And I'm following and thinking, I don't know, maybe he's going to, he's left his towel down there or something stupid, right? And he gets to the cliff, like not the cliff you climb up, but the, the cliff on the other side is about 20 feet into the water, strips off his shirt and just dives off. And I'm a reasonably good swimmer now. I've been teaching myself because I want to do... Um, you know, what I did my first Olympic triathlon the other day, right? I'm now planning a quadruple Ironman, so I've got to swim almost 10 miles. But back then, even though I've been in the Marines and you have to pass quite hard tests, swimming tests in the Marines, I still wasn't confident and I still couldn't swim that far. But I'm not going to miss out on the opportunity to swim in this lagoon with like a hero of mine, right? So I strip off my shirt and I do this dive and that dive alone was frightening enough no sooner had i landed in this swell and i'm 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 treading water looking at this guy and we're, we're talking then this wave came in and just picked you up and it was it it had the feeling like you were sat on top of a uh a nasa space rocket or is that a low earth orbit rocket some of you know will know what I'm getting at. Had that feeling, right? It was like... And your whole heart's like lifted up. And then it drops away and you drop, drop, drop down and you get that sinking feeling. It was, it was quite spectacular, but it was quite, quite frightening. Because it's not just taking you up and down. It's taking you 20, like 10... 20 meters that way then rushing you back 20 meters towards towards offshore again right so i'm swimming around and this is my chance isn't it this is my chance to dive off the cliff and if you know me you know i'm never going to give up i'm never going to give up that chance right um so i waited for the swell to lift me up and there's a row of sea spiky um, sea urchins, right? Did I mention in the Elvis film, like he goes down there and he befriends a street urchin, the street urchin who's an orphan, idolizes Elvis, and Elvis is this failed diver that he's, you know, he's 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 had a diving accident, so he's afraid to dive ever again. But he's gonna dive off this cliff in Acapulco because someone calls him chicken, or it, it's that. Don't quote me on this, but it's that cliche thing, right? I'm there now in exactly that spot that Elvis's stuntman was, or you know, 
maybe it was Elvis, and I got the chance to duck to climb up the cliff. So I waited for the sea to take me above these spiky sea urchins, and then I just grabbed a hold of the rock and let the sea drop away, and then I started climbing. And Silvestre, that was the, the cliff diver's name, he's like, no, senor, no, no. Abajo, abajo, or, or, or whatever, you know, come down. He's saying, come down. I'm like, no, no problema. Espera, espera. I'm saying like, you know, obviously no problem. Wait, wait, wait. And I climbed up and I climbed up to one of the stanchions. And I'm not going to tell you now I dived off the top because... I wouldn't be that suicidal. I I wouldn't even know how to, right? Well, I kind of know how, but you you these guys do this from childhood, right? So I climbed up to about uh, 15 meters higher than I'd ever dived before, higher than like a 10 meter diving board at my local pool, which I which I don't mind diving off. And uh this guy's below is panicking. I turn around and I'm like, it's okay. And he kind of breathes a sigh of relief because I've stopped. And I stand there and I did like probably my best swallow dive ever. And I dived in that lagoon. And yeah, that was it really. It, it might sound insignificant to some people, but if you can understand, this is why I love my life is that I've done, you know, I'll take something insignificant and I will make it come true and I will revel in that, you know, I will soak it in and I'll just celebrate that that moment. And that's how so many of my goals have come true. Well, all, all my goals have come true and, of course, I keep making them, but that's how all the ones that I've achieved have come true is by never stop dreaming, Never stop believing that you can do and it will happen. So in one of my next podcasts, I'll tell you about the time I visited Papillon's death cell down in down in the penal, the former French penal colony in the jungles of French Guiana. Another, if you read the book Papillon by Henri Charrier, they've re-released re, uh, the film quite recently you'll know what i'm talking about okay see you next time friends friends thank you for listening to the bought the t-shirt podcast please like subscribe and share and don't forget to follow me on social media username chris thrall instagram chris thank you